now like we've learned that you have to think completely different it's like what are our consumer needs and what they're asking for that we can connect even further with them and provide them what they actually need it doesn't matter you can use the most amazing technology or generate the most amazing complex report of data but if you don't connect with the people and create that relationship with your brand what's the use of it almost like marketers become artists right mixing you know the data the the consumer but also the understanding of what's going on out there and being agile about it right because the situation moves every day every week and being able to you know speak the language that the consumer is speaking is, is so important whatever you do whatever tool whatever influencer you use or whatever uh, technology you use make sure that you get to the customer with empathy to what they are living today you're creating you know meaningful message and creating experience to support the community Genovese, founder and president at MG Power, global influencer market agency. And this is our influencer marketing uncover podcast. Today I'm here with a very special co-host, Bruno Genovese. He's the general manager of MG Power. And together we are very, very excited and happy to be joined by Andrea Morelli, Vice President of Chart Products and Marketing at American Express Mexico. Funny story, we worked with Andrea, I think 20 years ago, oh my God, believe it or not, at American Express in Brazil. So it's so very much looking forward to have her with us today. So Andrea has an incredible 20 years of international business experience across the financial service, working with American Express across Brazil, the US, Canada, and she's currently in Mexico. Andrea has led the marketing strategy, new product development, and customer retention products by truly understanding the power of consumer data and leading the charge in the creation of exciting experience for American Express consumers. Ultimately, Andrea is positioning American Express as the leader in the industry as one of the beloved and aspirational brands among consumers. Bruno, thank you so much for being here with me today. How are you? Thank you, Myra. And uh, hello, Andrea. I'm doing really well. Pleasure to be here. Cannot believe it's been 20 years that we, we first worked together, you know, Myra and I and, and you back in Sao Paulo at American Express. So great to see you. I remember, you know, when I started American Express, I looked up to you as, you know, one of the senior uh, at, the, at the team and you're always doing amazing things. And, you know, so great to see your journey and, and how you progress at American Express in different countries. So yeah, big, big pleasure to, to welcome you in, in this podcast. And, and to kick us off, first of all, how are you? And then tell us a bit about you for the audience. Yeah, so so thank you so much for me, uh, for inviting me. It's uh it's so good to see your beautiful faces looking as young as 20 years ago. <laughs> we were a fun bunch, weren't we? Uh, yeah. Creative, good so young, and uh, so um, doing well. I've been, um, as you mentioned, quite a long time in Amex, and uh, I've been quite around. Uh, 
I, I'm very in love with our brand. And I think that that is what kept me here for such a long time. And just being able to experience different cultures, uh, how different consumers uh, see our brand and, you know, their behaviors can be quite different uh, from country to country. So uh, more than that, it was um, a life experience that I enjoy very much. Now in Mexico for three years, um, it's one of our biggest markets in international. So to me, it has been quite an adventure. Um, I have two little girls who are also learning Spanish. So now, you know, it's been quite interesting to go between the Portuguese and the Spanish and English. Um, and it's, you will be amazed by the, um, the culinary here. It's incredible. Uh, it, it goes beyond tacos. So I uh, hope you guys can visit us sometime soon. <laughs> Amazing that, yes, like it's crazy to think like 20 years ago and it's so good to see you and just echoing here what Bruno said, so good to see your journey and to think that you have been at Amex for like over 20 years and seeing everything you have achieved within the company and more than that, your passion is just so inspiring. So thank you so much for being here and it's so good to, you know, to, to, to look at the past and thinking that, oh my God, 20 years ago, we were always starting our careers and now we're in different, you know, different countries doing different things, uh, but all very, you know, with, uh, we, we, we managed to all to succeed and uh, so great to, to, to have you here. And then it's, it's good for us when we do podcasts to do with people that we've known for so long. Uh, so I love to, you know, to share with the audience here, like successful stories uh, like yours so thank you so much and looking forward for us to kick off this conversation so that you mentioned about like the passion right which really you know catch my my ears when you said oh I've been here for 20 years and the passion is what kept me here so American Express because I've worked there and uh, I remember like that the whole team at Amex and and we were so passionate about the blue box, right? So the blue box and what American Express stands, the excellence on service and how, you know, careful and, you know, uh, well thought we were when creating marketing strategy and marketing experience to engage with consumers and how we always put, you know, consumers at forefront of the business and creating that brand that is so still today after so many years of existence. So when you say American Express, people, you can feel, you know, the passion, the emotion linked with the brand. So tell us a little bit about how, from your perspective of being in the business for so many years, how American Express as a financial, you know, brand has kept, you know, that passion and has kept the consumers to really kind of, you know, having that passion for the brand and engage with, with the brand. So especially the transition of looking at how we used to do marketing 20 years ago for now, the digital era. So how do you kept a brand so consistently being beloved by consumers? I, I think if you guys come back to Amex, you feel the same feeling all over again. It's impressive now that you th you're talking about it, um, how it, it still feels the same. Um, there are a few things I can think of. Um, one has to do about setting trends and adapting to the historical moment uh, in which we live. 
um, Amex was founded more than 170 years ago, uh, and we have always been um, at the service uh, of our current members. So you can only imagine our business, as you mentioned, has transformed from a freight forwarding from the wild, wild west in the United States to travel to cards and now digital services. But if there is one thing that uh, has been constant, um, I would say is that commitment uh, to the long-term customer relationship. And, 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 and I guess that's where my next point goes towards um, knowing your audience and being where they are uh, with, with relevant, clear messages is really important. It, it, it sounds so simple, but it's challenging to do it and, and get their attention in a world where there are millions of messages that you could pay attention to. So I would say in summary, the focus is the service, uh, a long-term relationship based on trust. Uh, when we say don't live life without it, it's because we know that the experience behind shows that we are there, uh, that the global, the, the, that continuous support uh, that they have at American Express is verified every day. So credibility uh, that we have built for all these years is what I think allows these brands to have the confidence, the word of mouth, the space for people to decide uh, and give us a moment to listen to what we have to say. So personal relationships and, um, and service, being at the service of our customers, I would say is what remains true inside American Express and outside. It's amazing. And, and I, I can feel that like through, you know, social platforms and through, you know, communication that I've seen uh, uh, from, um, from American Express. And then I love the point that you mentioned about credibility, right? is a brand that has such a credibility within their consumers. And then it's also is a brand that is very, uh, is a brand that, you know, who, who doesn't have the cards, wish is like on a dream list one day to have an American Express card, right? So it's still that, you know, that, that, that willing and wishing of having an American Express for those who doesn't have is still there. When, because people can see, you know, the way American Express really care for consumers and the way you guys uh, communicate. Like how now, like looking into, how you are typing into those messaging? Because you mentioned that nowadays, they so like we are surround, right? Especially when you talk about social channels, we have so many, you know, channels that we can, you know, read message, like we're talking about LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also, you know, blogs and websites. We are surrounded more than ever before with messaging coming from, you know, different, different platforms, but also different industry, different people. So how American Express is typing into the digital landscape to communicate that, that message that you just mentioned. So how is... How was that transition, especially you, right? So you've been there for so long. You have been through that transition of communicating with consumers. How was that? And how are you guys typing to this digital landscape? I think that the answer to that has to do with the power of the consumer data, right? Um, and how you can transform that into uh, what your customers are really looking for. Um, 
Enomics, as you can remember, we have a very unique, I would say it's more than a business model, but it's, it's what we call a closed loop, right? And this refers to the fact that we can have visibility of the entire card member purchasing process. So think about it, not only consumers are our card members, but also the merchants and the big companies are our clients too. So in other words, we can fully understand the payment chain, their behavior, and design something that is very, very assertive uh, in, in, in terms of benefits, experiences, offers that make the more sense uh, for our audience. Uh, we work entirely based on data. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, the way we manage data also changed. I don't know if you remember back in the days where we have to go into the system, the black screen. <laughs> yeah, what was um, the name of the system before? You know, CMS or something, yeah, remember? <laughs> That's the automators. Remember the automators who used to scrape data the from, the, from the black screen? Right. And we had to do everything so manual. Now it's all AI and oh, yeah. it's, it's, I, I mean, I think we will set up for success because we know like the bones of, of everything. But think about uh, in this pandemic, right? Uh, the data has been keen. Uh, all of a sudden, we had to catch up on consumers stocking toilet papers. Uh, and then they moving to dining at home. And in Mexico, for example, we particularly identified that much before the industry, uh, the so-called vaccination travel. So because of the proximity of the US, our car members started to travel to get vaccinated back in January. Uh, you know, we still didn't have enough vaccines here. Uh, so, so they were traveling to get vaccinated. We caught up on that. And remember, we also have travel services. So we were able to catch that way in advance and design benefits. For example, I'll give you, I'll give you two for one on your tickets to the US uh, to our most premium products. And, and by that, we won the customer share of wallet and we surpassed actually our US booking sales on levels way beyond our pre-pandemic. So um, I think that the data understanding and connecting that with the behavior of the customer is, is key. And we use that every day uh, in every interaction with our brand. And we try to design products, benefits, uh, communications based on what we can catch uh, combining our, our closed loop information, but also uh, the channels that we have now available. They're so digital um, in mind, right? I can definitely relate to that, uh, Andrea. And I remember back in the day, you know, this focus on the customer, but also using, you know, data as much as possible to personalize the offers and the communications. Back in the day, it was all about direct mail, lots of complaints yes. that we put in the envelope and, and, and post it. Now we have, you know, lots more, more channels. But um, I've worked for all the big banks and, and financial brands after I left um, Amex, but I've never seen, you know, in terms of the culture and the focus on the client, I've never seen anything like it. So yeah, definitely learned a lot from Amex. And, and now and again, Mario and I talk as well. Oh, remember the way we did at Amex? You know, it's still, it's still benchmark for us on a number of things, even today in, in the agency. But what I wanted to, to ask you, um, not just the focus, Focus on the client, but also think the sense of innovation, right? Because Amazon is always, you know, trying something a bit different, something a bit unique, and as you say, something modern, right? Related to the times we're living in, 
And something that caught my eye that I'd love to hear more about from you is the Coordinadas Platinum, uh, which I thought was a, an incredible campaign and you know, partnership with the Mexican government on tourism. So bring us to life to, to the audience. What was that about? Yes, yes. Oh, I love this project too. Um, it is it is true. Um, there we have some passion areas, right? We thought during the pandemic it was important for us to connect. Uh, our customers in that way uh, with their passion uh, points and uh, travel, for example, we have more than 100 years, I think, designing trips for our customers. So as you can imagine, we really know the industry with a very global perspective. But at that moment, it was important for Mexico. Um, no, all the all the 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 the, the, the countries were closed. Um, and, you know, it is important for us to really do that, use the data, but also listen uh, to what our customers uh, think it's essential, um, what what worries them, what interests them. Um, so that gives us really valuable information when we combine it all together. So um, so we designed this, this campaign that you're mentioning that is called Coordinates. Uh, um, we were aware, aware that during the pandemic um, traveling must be done now under different circumstances uh, with more awareness, with more care. And each person feels different and they are ready in different timings uh, to be able to reconnect with travel. So what I love about coordinates is that it's all about the possibility of rediscovering Mexico through the 15 numbers of your card. It shuffles, so we kind of used, um, you know, it was kind of like a gamification uh, where you can interact, your personalized card number shuffles to become a unique coordinate for you in Mexico. So you could discover or rediscover a place of the many paradises that I'm, I'm finding out here uh, that the country has to, to offer. So each coordinate we chose, uh, with a lot of passion, these experiences were offered uh, very selectively in collaboration with some travel experts. And uh, you cannot believe the amount of paradises you can find in this country. And their food is so unique, their history, their landscapes, everything that could be emblematic about this place, we were celebrating it. So. Uh, this also came together with some very interesting information we researched uh, with our customers. Um, we have a, a report that is called Global Travel Trends. Um, and this year, what we found is that all around the world, 61% of the travelers uh, plan to spend more than they would normally spend on a trip this year because they were unable to do so last year. And more than that, 69% uh, were interested in visiting less known destinations. You know, privacy is, was very important lately. Um, and the data I love the most, in particular in Mexico, is that 88% of Mexicans were interested in choosing a trip or an experience that supports their local community. Um, and so with that, you would see the, the destinations that we had in coordinates are very, um, very unique places, you know, from Hobosh to Bacalar to, you know, different haciendas. And 
um, it was really about supporting that. And uh, also a new trend that we, we, we found was about philanthropism. Uh, so, you know, just choosing a vacation destination that really needs uh, the, 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 the tourism activation, right? Reactivation. So, um, so with this project, we knew that we had to inspire the travel in Mexico to help reactivate the local economy, to bring some happiness to our car members, um, you know, connect to a place that they love. But also what I like about travel, it brings so many different things to it. Um, I like particular um, to give a, a, a zoom in uh, in women's interest, in particular in Mexico, because uh, diversity here um, has to do with the skin color and, and different things, but a lot with the role of gender. And uh, the, 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 the women um, uh, theme here is, is, is more relevant than, than ever. And, uh, I found some interesting data. For example, 68% of Mexican women have been inspired during their travels to make a big change in their lives. So a career or a relationship. And 61% of them said that traveling with other women makes them feel empowered. So I think you would agree that there's no greater inspiration than data like this to be able to create from there and that's what I love about working at American Express is that we, we connect the data, the hard data that we have now, not so much our automators, not so manual anymore, but yeah. also asking our customers, what is important? Um, what do they love? What, how can we connect with them emotionally? And those serves more um, as inspiration that you would think to get creative around this. Oh, that's amazing, Dre. That's marketing at its best, isn't it? Because you're talking about using the data in the first place, using you know the digital technology to spread the message. But in the end, you know, it's all about human emotion, making memories, you know, talking about topics that are closer to our consumers' hearts, and to top it off to make an impact to the community, right? So how can you get that any better than that? So amazing, amazing project. I'm, I'm well done. Thank you. I hope you, you choose the destination soon. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, and what I love about this story about this project, and then I love that you 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 mentioned three words here that uh, I, I made a note here. You mentioned about gamification, right? And gamification is a form of innovation, right? So, and to hear that American Express is typing to gamification is just like you guys really went above and beyond on that because uh, this is really how you know how to innovate it when it comes to creating, you know, digital marketing strategy. And then another thing you mentioned is like sentiment analysis, right? So you're just like all the time listening and listening to your, you know, to your consumers. And I love that you said card members. I completely forgot about this word. So yes, you're card members. Uh, uh, and then you're listening to them, right? So you're creating a marketing strategy, you're creating products by co-creating with them, listening to what they're saying to you based on data. And I think that is the future and not in the future, that's the present, right? So you have to listen to your consumers. You have to co-create a product. You have to co-create an experience based on their needs, 
not the other way around that we used to do in yeah, the past, yeah. where we would look into, okay, what as a brand do we need in order to get the conversion, in order to get the results? Now, like we've learned that you have to think completely different. It's like, what are our consumer needs and what they're asking for that we can connect even further with them and provide them what they actually need. And then you mentioned about community, right? So nowadays is everything is about uh, community and you're totally right about the pandemic. We saw here at Imaging Power as well, when we work with, you know, we work with a diverse uh, type of clients and brands and service and the element of community. So how to support local communities. So how to support, you know, uh, your, the community or even like the community of your followers, let's say, right? Because we have your community of your area where you live, but you also have the community of the audience that follows you, right? At the end of the day, they are community too. So it's incredible to see that you guys went to that route as well of like how we, as you know, as a beloved brand like American Express, how we can we support a local community through the marketing acti activities that, uh, that we are creating through this project. So that for me, it's kind of comes to where you're saying like data and then innovation. So now that means that Amex is very in into gamification, AR, VR, live streaming. So tell me more about that. So how American Express is typing into all this new uh, technology because like AR, VR and live streaming now it's, it's, it's huge, right? So it's, it's how a finance you know, product like Amex, how you guys are typing into it? Um, oh, I have so, so many examples, but I think we're always learning, right? I think that changes are, you know, when we used to do the direct mails that we have to proof point our prints, remember the color, the color was rock disciples. Oh boy. Um, I think, you know, it, it's, it is important to adapt uh, to these new trends um, if, if it's the strategy, right? Uh, we, you, we marketers are lucky to, to have multiple channels to communicate new technologies to play with um, and, and how we can surprise customers by using them. Uh, but I think what is key is to not lose focus of the most important thing, which is people and their relationship with your brand. It doesn't matter, you can use the most amazing technology or generate the most amazing complex report of data, but if you don't connect with the people and create that relationship with your brand, I mean, what's the use of it, right? So I think that innovation brings that growth, uh, you know, especially now I think Consumers purchasing uh, decisions are becoming every day more complex and more complex. You know, they switching, as I mentioned, from toilet papers to getting vaccinated in the U.S. in like one day. Um, it's important to adapt and adopt, but um, also how how you in your uh, in your role can collaborate to manage these changes, to set the trends, to to surprise the customer positively. I think at the end of the day, that's what you want to surprise positively that consumer. We're living something so strong socially, 
economically, historically, that now it's even more critical um, even to think about talent. Um, you know, um, it's something I also want to bring to the table more in addition uh, to the tools, but also a creative and analytical mind. Uh, a marketer now has to have those both sides working together, uh, act with agility, focus on the customer and the data, um, have lots of co collaboration to promote, um, you know, that satisfaction to your customer, more relevance, acquisition, retention. Um, I think that the, 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 the personalized marketing will continue to evolve, but to something friendlier. As we think about how we started, uh, it's getting friendlier more now than ever, than ever because of big data, because of AI. And there's a, a, a very famous fusion of, uh, of marketing and analysis and technology. So we need to think about also marketers as talents that can develop that those three components, right? Um, it goes beyond the creative, uh, you know, it, it, it will require the talent, that knowledge, that leadership in those areas uh, that more than ever are connected now. So uh, I think in addition to the tools that we are seeing how we can apply them, and I can give you some other examples of how we are applying them. I think we need to talk about never losing sight of what you're trying to do to connect with your consumer and your brand and how we prepare talent um, in marketing to, to, to get there. Right. So, um, I think that that's what it's all about. Uh, I like, I like this approach, Andrea, and this almost like marketers become artists, right? Mixing, you know, the data, the, the, the consumer, but also the understanding of what's going on out there and being agile about it, right? Because the situation moves every day, every week and being able to, you know, speak the language that the consumer is, is speaking is, is so important. And the tools are just enablers, right? They're just there to help facilitate, uh, but it's up to the marketer to, to adjust and create the story. And, and, and as you say, you know, focus on the North Star, what you want to achieve, you know, what's the main objective of the brand and how do you engage the consumers at the end? Yeah, I think I like to, you know, um, I, I, I like to, to talk about um, empathy, right? In yeah. addition, and how we can use those tools yeah, yeah. to lead with empathy. Um, you know, it's, you can build a, a good credit card, you know, you can go and think about, you know, the benefits you want to put into it, you know, uh, what kind of fee you're gonna, you're gonna charge, uh, what kind of loyalty program you're gonna add to that credit card. But it, 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 and it also goes beyond working with data and working with the technology. It is, I think that leading with empathy might be the, uh, the big thing nowadays. Uh, in the beginning of the pandemic, we, we were all hit so hard. Uh, the complete shutdowns we've seen everywhere, people were sick, they were afraid, they were depressed. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I remember, how can I bring something that people can, how, how can I bring a smile to someone's face, right? Uh, being in a position that I'm at. And um, we picked from another um, passion area of omics that continues today, huh? the dining scene is, uh, yeah, yeah. is still something so relevant. Um, and we brought our best chefs in Mexico at the home of our customers. So 
we were the first ones to do it. Imagine uh, Enrique Olvera is a superstar uh, preparing you a box of ingredients and cooking live with you uh, from local producers. He, he chose the local producers. He put those stuff in a box that delivered to you, uh, but you cook live with him, but in a way that you can personally interact with him. Think about it. You couldn't even, sometimes you can't even do that in live. So uh, it was quite unique. And But the most important thing for me was that we received so many letters of letters. I mean, you can imagine wow. people, can you imagine someone nowadays writing a letter? Writing and, a letter, wow. And from customers saying how grateful they were to have an experience like that at that time with their family to reconnect, to project something positive. Uh, in addition to the restaurants, I mean, they were one of the most hit uh, and we were there to support how we could collaborate with them to bring innovation, to generate new and unique experience for their guests. I mean, it was, it was something that really hit my heart um, because it was just so meaningful in a very emotional level at that moment. Um, so I think that um, my, 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 my key message would be whatever you do, whatever tool, whatever um, influencer you use or uh, whatever uh, technology you use, make sure that you get to the customer with empathy to what they are living today. That's a, wow, that. Andrea, wow. That's Maybe the, the title of the podcast, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's change the title of the podcast because yes. that statement was uh, beyond and I, and I got very emotional hearing you say. And then I, and what I love, Andrea, what you just described it, is just like American Express putting a purpose behind what you're doing, right? Getting a really kind of a meaningful message it's just showing that the brand is not just there to make you spend on your card, but we are here to support you when you cannot even spend. And what yeah. we as a brand can do for you that can bring you the smile back with a meaningful message because this shows how the brand is, it has this is such a strong purpose behind, right? You're not just there to get your card members, you know, and, 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 and retain them and engaging them with discounts for them to go out there and buy. You know, you're creating, you know, a meaningful message and creating experience to support the community and say, I know it's tough, but we are here and we're trying to create experience to put your smile back. And then you can do on the two sides of the coins, right? Because you can do with the merchants, which is the restaurants, but you can also do with, uh, with the consumer. Wow, it's just like, uh, it's it incredible. I, I like how I, you bring it to the human level as well. You know, yeah. you just need to keep it simple. If you understand a consumer, know what they're going through, and then you can lead with empathy to make a difference in their lives, that's it, right? Everything else are just tools and ways and, and, and means to an end. So I really like the way you, you put it in that, you know, very human way. Yeah, and um, the other day I was, uh, someone asked me what was my, my favorite uh, sentence, That's so generic, right? And um, I think to me, and especially nowadays, um, and I think it makes sense for us as brands to think about this is uh, the Maya Angelou, um, you know, people may, may forget what you said, they may forget what you did, but they will never forget how you make them feel. 
And so I keep thinking about these current members. I mean, we got their loyalty forever, you know, uh, every time we rescued them from, you know, when they travel and got caught up in the middle of the shutdowns of the pandemic and we were able to bring them back home or, you know, this dining experience when someone was sick and they, they could, I mean, this is how you make them feel. And, and that is what catches their loyalty forever. That's, uh, that's amazing. And uh, you, you mentioned about, you know, doesn't matter how, inf which influencer you use or, you know, what tool you use, the most important thing is really to, to connect in a very transparent way with your consumer and bringing them, you know, something that is aligned with their needs by listening mm -hmm. to, to them. So talking about, you know, influencer. So uh, I've been in this business mm -hmm. for five years now. And then one of the reasons that I decided you know, to go solo is just because I saw uh, not just the opportunity, but I saw that the way we communicate was about to change, right? So of course, the traditional uh, way of doing marketing, PR, advertising on magazines and all the above the line and even below the line is still email marketing is very important too. But I could see that with the rise of social channels and the rise of influencers that eventually any type of service or brand or product, they will have to type into the influencer marketing because they will be the voice of your brand. So how do you see that transformation, right? Of, you know, now having the opportunity to engage with the voices of influencers to promote your brand or not just promote or maybe just passing the message of the purpose of your brand uh, through their voice to engage with their community. So how are you typing into it? Um, we are very careful in selecting uh, influencers in Amix. Actually, I'm, I'm quite always interested in your content, Maida, because, um, you know, it, it's always the one that made me think um, you know, for starters, you have to have an American Express card. If you, it's not like you're my influencer and, you know, you have to apply for the card. No, I'll give you the card. No, you have to have some sort of an experience uh, with us to be able to talk because it's, we're not talking about a physical product here, right? We are talking about how a brand makes you feel, um, how we can back you up, how you can trust. Um, Amix has never been about credit card. Uh, it has always been about service. So how do you translate that uh, in, in, in that influencer world? It's, it's so hard if you don't get to experience this, it personally. It has to be organic. It has to be natural. So I love uh, the creativity uh, and the fresh perspective that they can bring. Imagine a financial service. I mean, you would be surprised if the different things that they can find out or see the world through 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 the product or the service that you're offering. So um, I, I, I think that the opportunity to work with people that have similar interest uh, that with our current members is something that is so unique that sometimes not even us marketers uh, can get it right. So uh, we carefully, carefully select the influence that we work with because uh, it's important uh, that their profile is consistent uh, with, with the image of our, of our company. Reach is not as important 
as engagement and trust. Um, I'm sure uh, you're more articulated in that than, than myself. Um, our brand has very great engagement and that generate an important number of, of UGC globally. Uh, if you review our hashtags, there are consistency in the experiences that people share travels, dining, special moments with friends, shopping, something that is really special for you, for your family. Um, so it just, what we want to project is that when our influencers or our cart members thrive, we thrive as a brand. And um, I think that that is how uh, we've, been, we've been using. It's less about the reach, more about that engagement, generation, generating new and creative uh, perspectives of your product and finding those little secrets that not even you as a marketer could think of. Um, and just being respectful, not invasive. Um, I think it's something that we also listen uh, to. Um, if they invite us uh, to the conversation, we'll be there. But, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we want to also be recognized for the excellent service and that trust the same way in, in the digital world. Um, and, you know, just have that people first approach. That's why we've been so, so careful. If you see, it's not like we have 500 influencers, you know, we're very selective um, and we co-create those, 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 con those contents, um, you know, just making sure that they they we add value to to their lives as a card member, uh, as we would do with any other card member. But that you know, just generating how they feel, um, it's something that really brings to life the brand of American Express. And uh, I just thinking like you mentioned about UGC because the hashtag Max and the hashtag with Max across Instagram and TikTok, it's it's. In Insane, right. Myself as well on TikTok is just incredible. The amount of, you know, positive oh. content and interesting experiences from just random people just sharing, you know, spontaneously. It's incredible. How, how do you manage the, such a, you know, amount of UGC in these platforms? How do you, how do you see that? Oh, we have, <laughs> we have an, an army <laughs> behind <laughs> it, right? Because as you can, you can say, um, and also, I think it goes back to your point on uh, back in the days when we used to work at Amex, this seems such a brand, uh, you know, so exclusive and so far away uh, to the fact that now we are talking about how people are using their TikToks. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. something, it's how the brand evolved uh, to, 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 to be so relevant today. Uh, and, and again, I think it has to do less with the tool itself um, and more about uh, the consumer behavior and the empathy and, and connecting with it. Um, this year alone, we saw a, a, an increase uh, in the spending of our youngest uh, car members uh, in categories such as travel, entertainment, online shopping, obviously. Uh, they, the, the, the younger generations are spending 20% more than before the pandemic. Mm. And wow. uh, the young market, millennials, Gen Z, early millennials, Gen Z, uh, it's, it's a segment that is growing 
exponentially for us and already is 60% of our new customers. So uh, I think 60% of the new customers. Wow. So you can only see, I think we're going to see TikTok now, but we're going to see, you know, whatever next generation yeah. of interaction will be coming up very soon. Um, the you game, know, it, it's, it's the gamers and then uh, we, we can discuss uh, on private, but soon we're going to have to type into direct to avatar because the game, yeah. you know, is spending a lot. We see, you know, that metaverse universe that is just here. And then I think for American Express soon, like if you're not there yet, you're going to have to understand how to engage with your card members that are already playing games and, you know, creating their avatar you know, uh, way of living because they are, they're consuming and they're, they're looking for experience in that universe as well. So it's from totally to, to, to avatar. So it's just, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's here. I, I know. How do we keep up with that? I mean, it's <laughs> but, but I like that Amex is, is, is trying to keep up and always, you know, in the forefront, you know, looking at their consumers, uh, you know, especially the younger ones. Having worked for for bigger banks here in the UK, you know, and, and even if you look at more traditional industries, you know, they they struggle to to really connect to to the new audience and to what's coming. And I can see Amex is is is, is there, so it is really great to see, especially on TikTok. You know, when I was looking at the content, you know, so so brilliant to see the, the following and the, and and people there. So that's amazing. It's crazy how people can get creative and connected with your brand in ways yeah. that you never thought. Yeah. Um, yes. That's yeah, why the creation element that you mentioned is so key uh, with, you know, if you wanted to engage with those yeah. audience, the millennials and the Gen Z, especially now you're saying, you know, the new card members are 60% from this generation. It's just like, how can you co-create with them, you know, your products, your offers, and it's the same when it comes to influencer marketing, right? As much authentic you can be and as much as you can let them to co-create the content on your behalf, let, let them to be, you know, very genuine and authentic to their personality without diversing too much of the brand values. This is the secret of a success of, a, you know, of an influencer uh, uh, campaign is the, is this like really like let's co-create together on on this and then how best you can create this content because they know their audience right like it's it's like it's the same as you know your card members because you have your data your technology to back up on you know what exactly what you know about your card members is the same when it comes to the influencers so they know their audience they know what their audience are looking to consume when they come to see their social channels so they know how to get the engagement so we need to let them to, you know, to, to have that freedom on, on creating the content. You couldn't set it better. Absolutely. I see them, you know, like how the model has changed. If you think before, you know, we used to brief our media agencies mm -hmm. on how to get the reach and how, you know, what kind of contact we still do, right? How do we optimize in digital channels, programmatic and, and so forth. But in the case of influencers, they are the most reliable source of information. And they are the ones who should be telling us, you know, what is what that their audience is consuming, what they connect with. And 
create that content with them that can feel organic and not dictating and giving them a brief of this is how you should portray the blue box or, you know, can you imagine? Um, it, <laughs> it's not, it's not creative. We wouldn't have that amount of UGC and TikTok doing that for sure. <laughs> no, very, very close to our heart, Andrea. And then also what you said that the quality of the, the audience and the engagement, you know, is a lot more important than reach, right? So value is a lot more important than volume. Uh, so yeah, we, we definitely agree yeah. with that as well. And we see that with other clients. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could stay here. I always say that podcast, what I love about podcasts. You can stay for hours. You can stay for hours because especially I love talking. I love listening stories, but I have my other Andrea here with a paper saying 50 minutes, an hour. <laughs> She's just giving me the, 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 the pause paper. Uh, but the, I'm calling you Dea audience because this is how we call Andrea in Brazil when you're very close yeah. with Dea. So just for yeah. the audience. Yeah not thinking that, oh, Mara is just starting the podcast, introducing her as Andrea, and now she's changing for her death. <laughs> uh, like, amazing to have you here. And then, you know, to see how, like, you are like a phenomenal when it comes to marketing. You are very, like, you know, critical thinking and innovative yourself. So Shana Inspirational, we haven't speaking for a while, but as I said, I've been following you yeah. uh, through social channels and I can see everything you have, you know, accomplished with CMX and all these amazing campaigns that you're doing. You are a source of inspiration. You're a powerful woman, as you mentioned before. And I love to see, you know, like women that I've known for so long uh, being so successful and just listen to you and having this conversation. I made a lot of notes on ideas and thinking because you actually inspired me a lot with your thoughts and everything you have uh, mentioned today here to us. So could not be more grateful to have had you and really looking forward to meet you in person soon, hopefully Mexico or in Miami because I know you go very often to Miami. <laughs> and just, yes. just to echo as well, Andrea, a big pleasure for me too. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, you were an inspiration to me before 20 years ago and after today you know definitely definitely still continue to be the case so very inspiring thoughts and and, and experience you share with us yeah really really appreciate thank you very much and, and great to see you and hope to see you soon too oh it goes back ways to you guys too such a beautiful story and you guys are storytellers and i love reading anything you guys release uh so keep going and uh let's connect more often i love the chat yes me too they definitely will connect and if i go to mexico as i say as i said earlier i will let you know and then for those that wanted to follow andreas you know she's she's on linkedin we're gonna add it all her tags here please follow her work at American Express, you know, like a pioneer when it comes to, you know, to marketing, uh, you know, creativity and marketing innovation. That's why today she's the vice president of American Express Mexico, because there is a reason behind such a talent lady. So thank you so much for everyone that has been with us today. Hope you enjoyed our episode. And if you're not following us yet, please follow us on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and YouTube. So thank you so much for being listening to us today and I see you on our next episodes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.